Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. And welcome to a growth-minded Monday. Be honest, Mindset Monday, how are you, man? I'm doing fabulous. How about you? I'm doing good. And uh, this topic, Growth Mind, was actually going to be from Susan Johnson. So if you were here to see Susan Johnson, I was too. She's unfortunately not feeling good today. We had a last minute uh, Susan Johnson substitute for me and Theodis. So speaking of Growth Minded, Theodis, ready to be Growth Minded on the fly? Yeah, let's, let's just, let's do it. All right, cool. So, so I'm driving over here. I have, I have a three minute drive from my house to my office, a three minute drive, which is how long I took to be like, okay, what are we going to talk about for growth minded? And I, and I got it and I know it. So here's what we're doing for growth minded. It's the end of the year, 2021, in case you're keeping score, right? Still 2021. Yes. The oddest. Yeah. yeah. Last time I checked. Hold on. Yeah. yeah, we're good. All right, cool. So most of y'all are doing business planning. I almost guarantee I only have two of you on camera with me. So more of you want to come on camera. If you're watching on Facebook, go to agentpowerhuddle.com. Come, come on with us live so we can see you on camera. So it'll be fun. But Nate Jones, Lisa, I can see you guys. How many of you either did business planning yourself or know someone who did business planning in the last week or so? Raise your hand. Okay. This is what we do in real estate. This is what we do in life. We take stock, but we're talking growth-minded. So first of all, I want to set a framework for a definition. What is growth-minded? And where this topic came from, I'll tell you a story, Theodis. Ready? Let me okay. move you around on the screen so I can actually see you. So I'm talking to you. Ready? Here's, here's what we got. All right. Now it looks like I'm looking at you. I put you right behind my camera so I can see you. So I went out to lunch with Susan Johnson last week. We hadn't seen each other in a while. We had to go connect up. We like in real life, we, we like, we met up, which is so fun. And because we're business partners through, through EXP and we met right up in real life. And uh, we we're talking about what has lit her up, what she's enjoyed, what she hasn't enjoyed and what consistently got her excited about real estate. What consistently got her excited about what she does was either growing herself or helping the agents around her grow. And we started talking about this idea of being growth-minded. I know you feel the same way, right? When you think about in your career, Theodis, you used to run a couple offices for a different brand, right? Like what lights you up the most? Is it, is it being around people that like to grow? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, just the challenges, like just uh, uh, tackling those impossible situations, but somehow thinking, we're going to figure it out, even though we don't have the framework or the solution at that moment. That's it. So I want you guys who are watching this today, whether you're watching live or on Facebook or on the recording, doesn't matter. I want you to start to ask yourself through this filter, am I growth-minded? I'm going to almost guarantee most of you are, right? And you might not have ever used that words around yourself, but I want you to start to reframe and imagine what it would feel like if you just consistently looked for, if you're someone who is growth-minded and you know that it's the the journey, the path that where you're going is more important than the destination. And that's what puts you into the zone. You're going to look for environments. You're going to look for scenarios where you can be inspired through that growth process. Does that make sense the Otis? Absolutely. That's where this whole idea with, with Susan and I came from at lunch. So she, she, we're going to talk later. We're going to talk about what she's rolling out as some growth minded masterminds. But if you're watching agent power huddle on a regular basis, my guess is you have this internal thing and I want you to do a test. Here's how you can test it. Theodis, I'm going to ask you and anybody else wants you to check yourself. Let's say you set a goal. It could be in real estate or it could be in life. Like Theodis has some goals he's done. He just did his, an Ironman. That's pretty cool. Anyway, but like, let, let, let's talk real estate. Like, let's say 
you set a goal in real estate because most of y'all are real estate agents and you're going to go sell 20 houses, 24, 38, 48, doesn't matter. Whatever your goal was for the year, you set a goal. When you hit that goal, do you take some time and celebrate it? Are you like, yeah, I feel good. This is amazing. I'm going to take a victory lap. And then, or, or do you have trouble celebrating and you go right to moving the goalpost down to the next goal? Be honest. How do you feel when you, when you did that Ironman? Mm-hmm. I think I already, no, I think I already had my, my, my sights on the next one. Okay. But I did, what I did though, was celebrate along the journey. So by the time I got to the actual race, that was more like cake. I got to eat my cake after dinner, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't my identity. It was like, okay. okay. So, So you just gave me something. That's a really great thing. We should point out guys, write this down. If you are someone who's wired to be growth-minded, like the Otis and me, and the way you know you're growth-minded, by the way, when you approach a goal, you move the goal to something else already. You're like, you're already, you're like, it's the, the, the victory here, the win is not hitting the goal. The victory is in the process of getting there. Your identity is wrapped up in a hustle. I work hard, right? And it's, it's who you become getting there. So Theodis, the takeaway here was he celebrated all along the way because he's celebrating the process. So let's pause right there. If you are a growth-minded individual, Theodis, did you have to train yourself to celebrate along the way or did you do that naturally? Well, I did have to train myself because there were times where I got to the end of the road and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I had all these opportunities to enjoy what was happening, these little small micro victories. And then when I got to the end, it was like, dude, like I felt like I was shorted. So I was like, hmm, that's not going to work too well if I'm going to continue to set these goals. So it made me slow down and start to just be more mindful of the now. Ooh. All right. So that's your takeaway. Write that down. Slow down and be present. Mm-hmm. Slow down and be present. If you are wired for future orientation of where you're going and it's all about the journey, there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of us are, right? But you're going to miss some of the things that if you don't slow down and be present, that's an easier, we'll have a whole other training on mm-hmm. be present. That's a whole, gosh, that's a, that's a 42 year masterclass on learning to be present. <laughs> no, I'm still working on that one. All right. So I got Nate, Robert, Lisa, and Theodis now on camera. I got a few more of you here. I'm going to keep getting people on camera. I, I promise. Okay. And so, so that came in here. See if she'll turn on our camera. So I want you guys to raise your hand. Do you guys operate the same way we do? where whatever your goal is, you're moving towards a goal. And as you approach the goal, or even once you hit the goal, you immediately set another goal. How many of you guys are like that? I got a hundred percent. All right. I'm talking to the right audience. This is not all human beings, by the way, guys, some people are not like that. So I had a conversation with my therapist the other day, in case you haven't heard me talk about this before. I have a therapist. I believe it's totally normal. I'm married to a therapist. Okay. (laughs) I was going to go get a business coach and I'm like, I don't need a business coach. I know what I'm doing in business right now. I want a life guide to keep the bumpers on so the wheels don't fall off. So I went and got a therapist. Okay. He's amazing. Love this dude. And he helped me reframe something. Theodis, he said, it seems Jesse, like so much of your identity is wrapped up in who you are as a successful business person. And I said, yeah, that's true. Like I define, like I, I define my worth as a good human being. Like I'm a good human being. If I feel like I'm a successful business person, not if I'm a good dad, not if I'm a good husband, it's really my identity is wrapped up in who I am in business. But then he pauses like, actually, I don't know if that's, that's a true statement. Like, what do you mean? He said, I don't think your identity is wrapped up in being successful. Do you? I said, no, not really. I mean, like by all, by all measuring sticks, I'm very successful, right? In, in, in the U S which is one of the top most successful countries in the world. And I still don't, I still feel like I'm chasing something. So he said, your identity is wrapped up in being a productive human being. Mm. Like, Oh yeah. I need to see Nate nodding his head. Some of you guys probably 
feeling the same thing for yourself. It's not about, I mean, you might go sell your 20, 30, 40, a hundred homes, but the, you're, you feel good about yourself when you're in action. That was an interesting thing for me to reframe. So there's some rabbit holes we can go down there. We'll come back to that. Cause I want to focus more on for the mindset today. If you know you're wired that way, what do you do? Okay. Your growth mind. It's just theodos in your life. How have you put yourself in scenarios where you feel lit up and expanded by being in a growth minded scenario? Well, I mean, I had business goals this year as well, but I was like, hmm, just the business goals alone wasn't enough to get me like really excited. So what did I do? I trained for an Ironman. And in, in doing that, I reached my business goals and I pushed myself to places mentally and spiritually I didn't know even existed. Um, but the other part of that is I learned these takeaways that I can apply to my business. And I remember... <clears throat> I was getting ready. I was supposed to go to do the bridge to bridge swim, but because I'm growth minded, I realized that, Hmm, I could do that, but it's probably going to suck because I still don't like swimming. So why don't I go to the clinic and learn how to, you know, improve my technique. Right. And in that clinic, I, one of the things he said was, if you practice the wrong technique, you will build the, the, the wrong muscles. I was like, Oh my goodness. That is so that 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 really applies to my business. Cause if you think about it, and and you know, well, first I had I had a laugh because so I was like, wait, wait a minute, I do this thing with my eyes when I swim. If I keep building that muscle, well, I get this big strong eye that I can just oh, oh, you know what I mean? Or this muscle-bound neck, because I'm like, yes, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I was like, so I was like, what how can I translate to my business? And I'm like, wow. If I'm going on a bunch of listing appointments and I'm cranking them out, but my conversion rate is low and I'm not doing anything about it, I'm building the wrong muscle. So I need to bring it back, hang out with people like you, people who, you know, just people who, you know, I have a better, more efficient process for that, you know, for that type of aspect in our business. So then I can, you know, improve that and have a higher success rate. It, dude, I love that. And, and when you just said, hang out with people like me, here's the thing. Fiatus says, hang out with people like me. And I say, I hang out with people like Fiatus. Yeah. But notice it goes both ways. This is what I want you to see. I, I keep hearing all the time where people say, I want to be the smallest fish in the room. Not all the time, but a lot of people say that, right? I want to learn from the big fish. I want to, uh, okay, you could, but what if you just, if you're really growth-minded, you could learn from anybody. I get coaching from everyone, okay? I'm glad I inspire Theodis because Theodis inspires me. It's cool. You can, it can go both ways, right? Nate, if you and I jumped on a call, look at the people on the screen here. Robert, you and I jump on a call. Lisa, I can get coaching, mentorship, inspiration from any of you guys. There's something you can learn from anyone. That's to me, that growth-minded because I go out and I search for it and I look for it. It keeps me inspired and in that flow state where I continue to learn and do better because I'm always out searching. Does that make sense? So you don't have to be the small fish in the room. Some of you guys sell a lot of houses and you're like, well, I got to get in a room where people sell more houses. All right. That probably could help. But what if you start looking, what could you learn from someone who sells one or two houses a year? Right. What could you find out? There's something they do that's pretty either inspiring or you could change or just by helping them. Cause the oddest, I've seen you do this too. Let's, let's switch gears here for my second part of growth minded. When you start, the best way to learn something is to teach. Write that down. The best way to learn something is to teach it. And I think, Theodis, you're a fantastic example of this because when you, when I see you get lit up, how many of you guys have seen Theodis before? You can tell when he's, when his fire is lit, 
right? You know, the, like the, the audience is like, when his fire's out, he's like, ah, right? He gets into that zone by helping others. So it's not just growth-minded for you. I believe it's being growth-minded in serving those around you. Tell me, tell me how that hits you, Theodos, when I say that. I get like goosebumps and chills because, you know, for me, I know, especially in our world today, it is so important to be human and like genuinely help and support people to be a better version of themselves without like saying, yeah, I did that. I helped him. Yeah. No, no, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about going on social media and giving a home, homeless person a sandwich and do it and then do a say to take a selfie. We're not, we're, we're not talking about that. You know, we're talking about like being a part of the solution, but not looking for any credit or, or you know, acknowledgement for just being human. And for me, when I help someone and you see them, like they start taking off, I just, yeah, it actually makes me better because I remember when I was in the trades and the journeymen were teaching me as, you know, as an apprentice, when I started getting close to them, they, they kicked it in the gear, right? So the people that I'm supporting and training, they're actually helping me like, uh, you know, want to continue to be better and stronger as well. So it's, it's a reciprocal thing, like you said. It is. And some of you guys get calls from other agents or techs and you're like, I don't want to tell, I don't want to talk about that. Right. And some of you guys, you immediately light up and made it wherever you're at in the moment. And sometimes it changes depending on how busy or stressed you are. Right. But if you're feeling a little bit stressed or down and you want to shift into this growth minded, if you want to like, I want to give you tips guys to strategically and consciously take control of pieces of your life. So if you want to shift into it, look for someone around you to help. Look for someone around you, pick an agent. And if they're not coming to you and asking you for questions, go out to them and be like, Hey, can I, can I help you today? Right. And just notice what that does for you internally. I think it's gonna be a really interesting takeaway. Anything on that before I shift gears to a, to goal setting, how that ties in the growth minded, the artist. Um, no, we can go ahead and transition. All right. So check this out. As Theodos was talking, I pulled up a document on my other monitor because I got, I got, you inspired me, Theodos. And I was like, I just recorded this mini masterclass for a lab code agents. You guys know lab code agents. They have their premium way they're doing a masterclass series. So I just literally recorded this last week. I didn't write this content. Someone gave it to me and then I ad-libbed it and added my own. But as Theodos is talking, I'm thinking this ties exactly into goal setting and what we're doing this time of year. So let's go through five steps of how to set goals. And you're going to see how this ties into a growth minded concept because step number one is you got to be clear of exactly what it is you want. You got to be clear of exactly what it is you want. Some of you guys skip that step, right? But you're going to notice we're going to get to step four before you ever get to the how. And because your brain, your brain is going to engage and get in the way when you start figuring out, well, how am I going to do this? How's it going to get going? Right? What Theodos came to that solution of, hey, I'm going to go swim this really long swim. I don't really like swimming. I should probably get a trainer, right? He didn't sit down and think, how am I going to swim this thing? The first thought was, I have a goal. Let's get really clear. And step two, I don't know if you did this, Theodos, but step two is to write it down. So when you came up with that goal, did you write it down? Yes, I did. There you go. It's that simple. Okay. Be clear, precise. And then step number three is give it a deadline. So it's really easy in the world of doing a, a bay to bay, bridge to bridge swim to have a deadline because there's race day, yeah. right? But when you do things in your business, do you find that, that you treat things like race day because like, you give it a deadline? Absolutely. I mean, that, that turns up the heat on the burner. Sure. <laughs> it, it's, write this down, guys. A goal without a deadline is just a dream. A goal without a deadline is just a dream. It's a someday. 
Like, and that's, I never thought about this, the artist, because I did a lot of triathlons too. And not, not Ironmans, but like I, I was before I had kids. I did, I was into that world. Um, there's something about signing up for a race that causes your training to get focused in a way that you wouldn't if you, if you weren't training for something on a specific deadline. Race day gives you a deadline. I'm going to be ready by X date. And I never realized that I do this in my business world, but I definitely take that same strategy over to business where when I set out a, a, a clear thing I want to do, I put a deadline on it. I've got in my wallet, right? Have you seen what I carry in my wallet, the honest? Mm, not recently. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Zing. No, married man, guys. We're, we're, I don't even caught that. I caught that. The others are like 12 year old boys. All right. So this is, this is my little goals. I have it in my wallet right here. Right? I carry my wallet says this is happening. And I was given some coaching by a gentleman who's a mentor of mine named Gene Frederick. Uh, we were at a very large conference and he told everybody in the audience, he said, get out a piece of paper and write your goals down. Write them down. Like, I'm not going to show you. It doesn't matter what they say, right? Like this is, I don't want you to get caught up on what the words are on this piece of paper right? From the build conference, those of you who are there in Dallas. And uh, he said, write down your goals and put them in your wallet and carry them with you everywhere. And out of those 5,000 people, Theodis, how many do you think actually did that? What do you think? Out of 5,000? 500? Who knows? I, I know, probably not that many. Yeah. I instantly did it. Guys, if you want to reverse engineer someone who's successful, I didn't make this up. I learned this from other people. When people give you coaching and it resonates with you, take action on it immediately. If they give you coaching and it doesn't sit with you, well, whatever, fine. You can dive into whether it's really good coaching or not. But if something sits with you, I'm like, I love that idea. I didn't wait till the next day. Like, some people are like, oh, do it when I get back to the hotel. And then I'm like, no, get your paper out. Do it right now. Like, and it's been in my wallet since then. And I look at it on a regular basis, right? And all of my goals, they're very simple and they all have dates. He wasn't giving coaching in that session on dates, but because I'm growth minded and my I know what's more important than the, it's not the goal. It's not the date for me. It's who I become in pursuit of that goal. But I did put dates on them because it made them real. It wasn't like someday I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Is this making sense? The artist? Yes. All right. And one goal I wrote down this, I will share because my goals, my goals don't matter. Your goals matter, right? My goal is to support you guys all in your goals. But here's what one goal I did write down. Cause this struck me. And I think some of you will like this. Were you in Dallas with us? The artist, you were there, right? Yes. Okay. Do you remember the woman on stage who said, I don't have income goals anymore. I have giving goals. Mm, yes, I do. That resonated with me. It, it did. And, and so I, I've never been inspired by income goals. I don't know how many of you guys, raise your hand if you're inspired to make money. There's no, I'm not judging you. I'm just like, like a lot of people wired to make money. Anyone on the call wired to make money? Nate, you wired to make to money? a certain point. Sort of? Okay. And then it tapers off, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I use money as a way to keep <clears> score. Like it's good to know how I'm doing in this game I'm playing because I am very competitive and like I like to be competitive with myself, but money doesn't get me out of bed. It's not that exciting. Making an impact is how I'm wired. But mm -hmm. when she said this, I'm like, oh, I don't have income goals. I have giving goals. So I write down on my goal sheet, right? My giving goal for, for, for next year is to donate $100,000, okay? Which means I have to make enough money to feel comfortable donating $100,000, right? So there really is an income goal behind it. It's right. not to give away all the money I make, but isn't that, but that lights me up phrasing it that way. My goal is to donate a hundred thousand dollars next year. Just mm -hmm. make it sense guys. I see your, your wheels going. Anything you want to jump in on there before I give steps, uh, step four, five, and six on the, on this goal setting. Uh, real, real quick back to, you know, writing the goals. I would, before you write the goals, I just did this, this exercise when I had to write down a hundred things that I want. And you'll be surprised to see that it, some people, it just flows for me, it didn't. Because, you know, we have these things in our head that what we want, 
but we haven't really wrote it down yet. Some of them are just looped over and over and over again. Some you know, we may think we have we want all these things, but sometimes it's like five, ten, maybe fifteen things. And what I did when I did that, when I actually wrote down what I wanted, it made it a lot more clear on what goals I needed to set. So I love that. Action item number six. I don't know how many action items we're on. I just like giving you guys actionable takeaways. We're taking notes. Write this down. Create time, set space, create time to write this down, right? To what Theodos just said, to get clear. Most of us live lives, right? And Robert said, I love the hundred things you want. Most of us live lives. I don't want to say quiet desperation, but like hopefully we live lives we love. The average American, I would say, lives a life of quiet desperation. But us on this call, we probably love what we do. I hope for the most part, we're pretty excited and lit up. Petrina's got her camera on now. I see you, Petrina. Hopefully you let, you're smiling, right? And love what you do this morning. But like, how many of you in your day-to-day life or in your yearly life or your monthly life create a space to reflect and know who you are and what you want? We rarely do that sort of thing, guys. We're mainly in action with our clients, with our kids, with our friends, whatever it is. And it's, it's, hard, it's hard to want to carve out that time for me personally. Do you, do you have to, struggle, Theodis, carving out that time? Oh, absolutely. Like you said, once we set these goals, we get into action. But then when we're doing that, sometimes the wants change. But we don't slow down and realize that. And then we're wondering, wondering why, you know, okay, I'm making money, but I'm not as fulfilled as I thought I would. You know, it starts to work against us because we don't make that time, like you just said. Well, I think part of it, it goes back to the whole theme of growth minded today. It's because if you don't move your goals, if you're, if you're a growth minded person, and you're inspired that way. It's not about your goals. It's about the journey and who you become. It's about being around people that inspire you. And so I had this about a year and a half ago. I set out a goal and I hit my goal. And again, it doesn't matter what the goal was, right? I, but I set it out and I hit it. And then I didn't create anything new because I'm like, cool, I'm good now. And then I started getting really complacent and kind of bored. And I didn't realize I was just going through the motions until a couple months had gone by. And I started looking at like, why was I sleeping more in a bad way, not a good way? Why was I watching more shows at night in a bad way, not a good way? I'm not judging any of you guys for sleeping or watching shows. I'm saying I know myself pretty well. And right, I have some right. leading indicators and some lag indicators. When I'm, flag. <laughs> when I'm inspired, when I'm feeling good, I need about six hours of sleep and I, and I don't really watch a lot of TV shows. When I'm right. bored or depressed or down, which happens to me just like everybody else, mm-hmm. my this indicator is like, oh, I've, I've binge watched. I watched, ready for this guys? Okay, let's, let's do a be honest. I watched... Every single Marvel Comics superhero movie in order over the course of a few weeks. Does anyone know how many hours of movie watching that is? <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, I don't know, I don't know, thousands, but it's, it, was a, it was a lot. And like, it was literally, maybe it took me a month to do it, but like, that's how, when I, when I realized that, I was really enjoyed myself. It was kind of a fun break. And then I realized I was like, I'm definitely avoiding something. Like this is, this is not normal for me. And I guess I'm kind of a completist. So once I started doing it, I just wanted to finish it, but that wasn't it. Like I was, I was avoiding doing and diving into some things in my life. I didn't want to dive into. And Jesse, I can totally relate. Cause I wasn't Marvel. I went back to like mid century, like castle takeovers and like battle, you know, battle axes and, you know, crossbows. So I, I watched every type of show that had that kind of theme. So I, I did the same thing. And, 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 we're, and, we're, and let's be honest, were you in a mindset or a frame of mind that you were feeling just a little complacent or burnt out and you were kind of like pulling back? Was it, was that an indicator for you? 
Yeah, I was kind of just kicking a can down the road, like, hmm, you know, it's kind of indifferent, like, blah, 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 you know, and just locked into Castle Takeover. So, yeah, I, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. And, and guys, we're not judging you. Okay. I judged myself and I tried not to, when I was doing this, because like, sometimes you need a reset. That's okay. Everything goes in cycles with growth minded people. You're not going to always stay consistently going straight up and lit up. I don't believe that's possible. You go everyone goes in cycles, all human living things, all animals, all everything goes in cycles, but you got to know where you're at in the cycle and you got to know how to shift yourself back into gear. What, what if, and when you're ready, because otherwise because of the laws of physics, you're, you're just going to wind down into like, blah. if you're not growing, you are. Say it out loud. If you're not growing, you are. I see your mouth's moving. If you're not growing, you are. Dying. Dying. Thank you. If you're not growing, you're dying. By the way, I do that in meetings with people. It's a really good way to, uh, to, to include people in the conversation because everyone knows if you're not growing, you're dying. Okay. So what do we have to do to keep growing? What do you do to put yourself in? Nate, you want to jump in? Go ahead. I had to... Quick question for you. Once after realizing you were in that oversleeping funk, what was the first step you took to, to break that? Yeah. So for me, it goes back to routine. Mm -hmm. Okay. It goes back to routine because I've hardwired myself and I also know myself well enough to know that there are certain things I do that affect my state of mind and my being and allow me to create some momentum. So I was pretty depressed a couple of years ago. I'd talked about that in some of these shows. If not, we can go back and we can find them or all, but that just, I had a period where I was, I was feeling pretty down and I think it's very normal and something that's important to talk about. So if anyone's feeling down or depressed, listening to this, please reach out to me, to anyone, to somebody and just know that you're not alone. It really is. No, but it's, it's very normal. People go through this. When I was feeling down, I would still get myself up and I'd go exercise. Right. Cause that would at least give me a little <clears throat> bit of like, Oh, I'm ready to go for at least half an hour, an hour. It'd keep me a little momentum. And then I would go back to being down. But like, so it, little things that it depends on how depressed you are, Nate. If you are really depressed, it's hard to even get yourself to exercise, right? But if you're just like feeling a little bit in the funk, like we're talking before, like I was watching those movies, I wasn't depressed. I just got bored. So I just knew I'm like, okay, I better get myself up and I better start exercising in the morning again. And then that would carry me a couple hours. And then I looked for places in my life where I could get surrounded by growth-minded people and get excited again. I went to a physical in-person event that I was around all these people who were all excited. I'm like, this looks like fun. And it got me re-engaged. Does that make sense, Nate? Like that's for me, what, that's my recipe. I don't know what your recipe is. Your recipe might be take a cool bath or a warm bath and drink some coffee and meditate and listen to Enya. I don't know. Whatever gets you in the zone, I get, I don't think that really is Nate's that's that, but I'm just saying like, it, that's the opposite of the special. Go ahead, Theodis. Well, wait, what you said, the routine part, and that's why I think it's so important for us to, to have books, go to books and to journal because a lot of times, you know, the longer we've been here, we're going to run across similar type of issues and problems. And where we get into trouble is when we try to reinvent the wheel when we already figured it out. So we spent all this time. Maybe I need a coach. Maybe I need to go on a retreat. Maybe I need to do this. Crack open one of those old journals and just read through it. And the solution, I'm sure it's in there. If you, if you journal, you know, consistently. I wish I journaled. I never have been a journaler because I probably would have learned these things instead of relearning them three or four times. Like mm -hmm. I would have could have read my own journal because it took me, like I'm 42 and it took me a long time to learn some of these things, Nate, but you're right. The honest, had I written it down, I've done the same cycle many times. I right. just never learned because I didn't recognize my own pattern. Right. The, the other thing I didn't, yeah, so we're coming to the end here. So if you have something, want to pull it together. But the other thing I did, Nate, um, this is going to sound really strange. 
and I doubt it will work for a lot of you guys, but biologically, I know how I'm wired. I started sleeping less, sleeping less to me, like consciously, strategically staying up a little later and setting my alarm and getting up in the morning. And it was painful and it hurt and I was groggy. But when I sleep less, to a point, obviously, it's like you can't sleep one hour a night, but when I sleep less, it starts to make me more alert. I would still get tired in the evening because I was really adjusting. I'm like, oh, I'm not exhausted. But like when I sleep more, I get kind of groggy. And when I sleep around for me, six hours a night's the sweet spot. If I get myself out of bed at six hours and I'm just like, okay, it's four in the morning. Like we'll go sleep at 10, get up at four. Like, ah, I'm groggy. But now, and then this morning when I'm in, when I'm feeling more inspired, I woke up 20 minutes before my alarm. My alarm was set for about four, you know, 4.15, 4.20. I woke up at 4 a.m. Don't be scared, guys. You don't have to be like me. I, I purposely wire myself this to get up this early because I have little kids. And it's yep. the only time I get free time is before my kids are awake. So I'm going to get up at four because that's my time. So I get up at four before my alarm went off. And I was just lit up this morning. I was like, game on. Like I literally went through this thing in my head. I'm like, all right, let's take on the day. Let's take on the day. It's, yeah, I'm excited. Like laying in bed, I was half awake. And I was like, this is, this is weird. Anyway, I got up and did a good workout. And felt good. But that's me. My recipe may not work for you, Nate. It may not work for Petrina or Robert or Theodis, but everyone, you got to figure out your own recipe. Go ahead, Nate. One last one, then Theodis will pull yeah. it all together. Yeah. Nate, got a question? Yeah, what I was going to say about the sleep thing, I don't know if anyone's tried this. For me, I'm finding hydration has a tremendous impact because I'm, I'm like you, right at the five and a half hour mark is kind of the sweet spot. If I go much beyond that, then I'm groggy. Mm. But totally being hydrated, mm. I'm finding is making a tremendous difference. Just putting that out there. Do you take any hydration powder? Sure, I've never sure. heard of hydration powder. What is that called? Server, 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 server. So, so you, know, you, know, you know what Gatorade is, right? Yeah. Gatorade is like a sugar-laden chemical version of electrolytes. Your body needs electrolytes, depending on how you're wired. I sweat a lot. My sweat has a lot of salt in it. We're going to go super physiological for like 30 seconds. We'll do a whole episode in this if it's fascinating to you guys. But I have found that when I drink electrolytes, it helps me keep my hydration better. So there's a local dude in San Diego, but you can order it. He's got a contract with like some soccer league. Anyway, it's all natural. It's called Superior. Uh, I'll get you a link to how, to, if how to order it if you want it. But it's I put this in my water and I notice an incredible difference in my energy when I drink one of those a day with hydration with electrolytes versus just normal water. Really? Yeah, you may want to try it out, Nate, if hydration's your jam. All right, Theodis. Um, and if you guys like that sort of stuff, please message me, DM me, because I got a bunch of like fit, sports physiology people we could bring on here to talk about energy and that component, along with how it ties into real estate. So if you guys like that stuff, we can do entire shows on it easily. I love that stuff. Theodis, how do you want to tie together this uh, episode on growth mindedness? Well, I just wanted to say, you know, share what for me being growth minded, you know, I understand that there is no finish line, only a new beginning. So I'm never bored. I'll always have something to get into. But, you know, like we mentioned, it is important for us to slow down and reset. But for the most part, no finish line, always into something and only a new beginning once I get close. Not when I get to the goal, but as I'm getting close, I've already, you know, kickstarted a new beginning with something else. There is no finish line, only a new beginning. And speaking of no finish lines, I just realized I never, uh, I never finished the seven steps of how to set your goals. So by the way, step four was write down everything you need to do and then get organized, make a plan, prioritize. That was the end of that one. In case you were the, the really detailed people were like, you never told me the other steps. Those are the other steps. And even though there's no finish line, there is a finish to this Agent Power Huddle episode. I had to, I had to say it, to be honest. I had to, sorry, bad joke. Guys. Anyway, 
Thank you for being here. I am grateful, Theodis, for jumping on. Grateful for all y'all for listening. We will see you tomorrow morning. Have a good one. Bye, guys. All right. Bye-bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.